Hey there Keto fam, my name is Keto Christina and this is the Keto 360 podcast. To date I have lost over 100 pounds on the ketogenic diet and I want to bring my knowledge and experience of how life-changing this way of eating is to you. Each week we will discuss all things keto as well as health and lifestyle topics or anything that I believe can help you on your journey. So please join me by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on iTunes. Let's get the show started. Keto fam, welcome back to the Keto 360 podcast. Can you believe this is episode 14? It's gone quickly, time has gone really quickly, but that must be good, right? That's a good sign. It means that I'm enjoying it, you're enjoying it, and we still have loads to talk about. So today's episode is titled, Are You Addicted to Food? And it's something that I'm going to be really delving into today. I'm going to unpack what that means, what it means for me for sure, and how we can really tell if we are addicted to food. You will be glad to hear that I'm moving on to a new book this week. I've actually just bought it. It just arrived from Amazon a couple of days ago. It's called Fat is a Feminist Issue by Susie Orbach. Now, I'm really looking forward to reading this, um, as I am all the books I get. But this book in particular, I I don't know how it skipped me all these years. Uh, Probably the older I get, the more of a feminist I become. So this title really spoke to me because obviously it's to do with women's bodies and how they view their bodies and how we can revolutionize that. And that's definitely a message that I can get on board with and I want to be able to bring to people as well. So I haven't started it yet. It's sitting here in front of me. The spine is completely unbroken. But I'm really looking forward to getting into it. And as always, whatever I learn in there, whatever ideas and concepts I think are worth sharing, I will absolutely share them with you guys. Last Sunday, the 21st of October, I had my very first live YouTube event, which was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, We took questions from the audience and were able to answer some really, really interesting questions. And... I definitely will do it again and I'm I'm hoping to make it something of a regular occurrence. Now I will be switching around the times that the lives do occur just to accommodate people because I know I have followers all over the world and I want to make sure that I'm being fair to everybody including myself you know I don't want to be doing live events at 10 o'clock at night you know <laughs> regularly enough too too regularly let's say um so if there's a specific time or date that you would really like to have these live events do let me know because I know for one I used to watch some YouTube when I was on my lunch break from work if I was if the weather was bad and I was sitting at my desk I would just stick on YouTube and maybe watch a live event so let me know if there's a time that works best for you and I can try and see how best to accommodate as many people as possible. I will leave a link in the show notes just in case you missed it. You can watch it back at your own leisure. So today's episode is all about food addiction and what that means. So I really want to unpack what that means to me. Now for me, I would have said that 
I wasn't addicted to food, that I was just eating what I wanted, I was eating in moderation, and that I could control easily what I ate. But in fact, when I look back at how I I ate and my relationship with food and the kind of foods that I went for, I would say that I was absolutely out of control in terms of the carbs that I was eating. I had no portion control for carbs. I had no satiety, zero satiety when it came to carbs. I could just eat and eat and eat and eat. So for me, when I look back, I can definitely see those hallmarks of addiction. Now I look at a show called My 600 Pound Life. Um, It's an American TV show that documents people who weigh more than 600 pounds or thereabouts and who are looking to have bariatric surgery done to help with weight loss. And the universal theme across all these episodes, across all these people, is food addiction. I saw an episode where there was a woman who was in the hospital so that she could be on a calorie controlled diet and her son was actually sneaking food into the hospital to her and she was gaining weight. And when the doctor confronted them, they reacted, well, first of all, the son reacted in a kind of a, well, what can I do? She made me do it kind of way. But the woman was insisting that she hadn't done it and she actually got quite angry with the doctor when he accused her. So it was really the hallmarks of addiction, the hiding, the the guilt, the shame, they're doing it in secret and, and hiding it away from the people who are trying to help you. I also saw an episode where somebody had come back to the hospital to speak with the doctor because she had started to gain weight. And when the doctor looked into it and talked to family members, it turned out that this woman had actually been putting the food that she wanted to eat, which I think in this case, if I remember correctly, was pizza. She wanted to eat the pizza And because she couldn't fit it in her stomach, it was getting stuck where she had had the band put in. She was blending the pizza so that she could continue to eat the carbs. Now, to me, that is an absolute signature move of an addict. Get it whatever way you can, in whatever shape or form you can. It's just all about the end result and it's getting that food. So I came across something called the Yale Food Addiction Scale. Um, This was developed by university to identify people exhibiting symptoms of substance dependence. It's a 25 item list and the aim of it is to identify the tolerance, withdrawal and any feelings of loss of control around food that would identify the the distinct characteristics of substance dependence. It's a really interesting set of questions because it really identifies eating habits and the difficulties in controlling the intakes of certain foods. So I have it here in front of me. So you might hear the paper rustling a bit because I'm going to read some of it out. So it says, this survey asks about your eating habits in the past year. People sometimes have difficulty controlling their intake of certain foods, such as sweets like ice cream, chocolate, donuts, cookies, cake, candy, ice cream, starches like white bread, rolls, pasta, rice, salty foods like chips, pretzels, crackers, sugary drinks like soda and pop, and fatty foods. Now, this one was interesting to me. So they've identified the following as possible addictive fatty foods, steak, bacon, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, pizzas, and french fries. 
Now, I took a little bit of offense at this because for me, cheeseburgers, pizza and french fries are not fatty foods. They are foods that are high in carbohydrates and carbohydrates, yes, teamed with fat are very addictive and they're designed to be like that. So if they have sugar, fat and salt, that's the holy trinity of addictive food. So I wanted to look into it a little bit more because the idea that these fatty foods, and I'm using air quotes, fatty foods are addictive really didn't sit well with me because I have been eating a high fat diet, high fat ketogenic diet for three years. I know that I have never ever felt the same way about steak as I did for french fries, for example. When I eat steak, yes, it's absolutely delicious and I love the flavor, I love the texture, I love the fact that it's dripping with butter. It's really delicious and it's pleasurable and it's satisfying but it does not push the same binge buttons that french fries do. I can control how much steak I eat. I absolutely, unequivocally cannot control a portion of french fries. I will just keep going. So I had a look at the nutritional information, the general nutritional information. Now, obviously, this is completely dependent on the ratio of cheese to dough to tomato sauce and with the french fries the size of the potatoes blah blah blah. so it's it's just an example so this quote-unquote fatty food pizza and french fries pizza has 10 grams of fat per 100 grams and french fries have 15 grams of fat per 100 grams However, the pizza, with its 10 grams of fat, has 33 grams of carbohydrate per 100 grams, so three times the amount of carbs to fat. And the French fries have 15 grams of fat and 41 grams of carbs. Now, to me, those fatty foods are not fatty foods at all. They're actually high-carbohydrate foods that are coupled with fat and salt to create that holy trinity of addictive food. And food manufacturers know that this combination of fat, sugar, salt is extremely palatable and it's substance abuse forming in humans. They know this and they specifically design foods to be like this. So when I had a look at this Yale food addiction scale and I had a look at some of the questions, I'm just going to read out some of them here so you can get an understanding. And I, I have it a PDF and I will put a link to it in the show notes if I can find where I downloaded the PDF from. Okay, so the way this works is it gives you a statement and you mark yourself 0, 1, 2, 3, 4 for never once a month, two to four times a month, two to three times a week, four or more times or daily. So... The first statement is, I find that when I eat certain foods, I end up eating much more than planned. Now, I don't know about you, but that was me daily, more more than daily, a couple of times a day when I was eating carbs. Number two, I find myself continuing to consume certain foods even though I am no longer hungry. And that certainly applied to me. I had issues with satiety and not understanding when I was really full. But one of the questions that really resonated with me was this. How often do you feel significant distress as a result of your eating or food-related behavior? Now, when I was a carb burner, I felt that on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, hourly 
basis. Every time I ate something, I would get that guilt and self-loathing feeling because I knew what I was eating wasn't good for me. So I felt significant distress quite often when I was eating a high carbohydrate meal or a high carbohydrate diet. And this is because the food that I was eating was designed to be addictive to me. And I became a full-blown carbohydrate, sugar, starch, grains, cereal addict. But now knowing what I know about nutrition and what I know about how we process carbs differently from fat and protein, I completely understand that I was not addicted to food. I was addicted to food-like substances. And I'm saying that again, food-like substances. The things that I used to eat, potato chips, donuts, cookies, chocolate bars, none of that is natural. But it's all habit-forming. And you begin to use it as a substance, which you then become dependent on, and then you have this substance abuse. I absolutely had it. I had very little tolerance for being without it. I had withdrawal symptoms. I felt out of control when it wasn't in the house. And one of my clients recently said to me that she felt a real sense of panic when she thought about not having a bottle of Diet Coke in her fridge. Now to me, that is a classic sign of substance dependence. But that's not a food. It's a food-like substance. It's something that we can eat And we can eat regularly over the years for a very long time before it actually starts to make us ill. So we don't realize when we're eating these food-like substances that they are actually, in fact, making us ill. But all you have to do is look at the huge tsunami of type 2 diabetes and chronic illnesses like cancer, Crohn's disease and polycystic ovarian syndrome. They are all a result of the long-term abuse of food-like substances. So when I look back at myself, yes, I was addicted to food-like substances, but now that I am eating whole, real foods, I know that I am not addicted to foods. Because let's face it, nobody ever went into rehab because they were addicted to broccoli. Am I right? I will never go to rehab for being addicted to broccoli, but I would definitely have needed an intervention to get me off chocolate, for example because I had a huge dependency on it. I felt withdrawal when I didn't eat it. I got panicky at the thoughts of being without it. And I had a real fear at any thoughts of giving it up completely. Now that is a sign of food addiction. So when I look at this food addiction scale from Yale, I have to argue that no, it's not food addiction. It's food like substances. And they are addictive because that's what they're designed to be. And in the end, the longer we stay addicted, the more we need medication, the more that we rely on pharmaceuticals and the sicker everybody gets. As I've said, I'd leave a link to the test in the show notes. So do let me know if you decide to take the test and how you score on it. I absolutely scored complete food addict but when I was taking this I was thinking back to when I was a car burner so it's certainly not applicable to me at the moment and I say at the moment because if I go back to eating carbs I go back to being a food addict 
I hope this gives you hope if you're just starting on your keto journey and you are still struggling with carbohydrate addiction. Know that once you start eating real whole foods and you go as low as possible with your carbohydrates, there is freedom from this cycle. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Keto 360 podcast. If you did, don't forget to share it. Give us some love. Leave us a nice review on iTunes and I will see you again soon. You've been listening to the Keto 360 podcast. You can support me by visiting Patreon and joining the community there. If you would rather just buy me a coffee, I'll leave the link below. Thank you very much for listening and don't forget to subscribe and leave a nice review for us on iTunes.